and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser, the complacent. I'm Matthew, the displacement. <laughs> Sup, losers. I'm Keon, the radical dude. Oh, wow. 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 <laughs> That's yeah. way past cool. That's it's way past cool. cool. <laughs> hey, Keon. Too, for, too cool hey, for school. Hey, Keon. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, uh, this week's topic is punch. Oh, I dislocated my shoulder. Oh, no, that laser, that's my, oh, that's Wh- my Y-arm. What can I say? I'm a violent and horrifying person. <laughs> Sounds like laser's a one-punch man, am I right? Yeah, how, so how's everyone doing today? Pretty pretty Aside good. Aside from at... Keon, no, one, no one's asked Keon. Matt, you're doing good? I enjoy hearing Keon cry, so this is yeah, yeah, good day. Yeah, today's going good. Like, I, 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 pu- I punched him really hard. Honestly, my favorite part about recording remote is that I can still feel you punching Keon, but I know you didn't do it. You could feel the wind pass by. I could feel it. I literally <laughs> felt like my dog looked up because it could feel the wind passing by. Yeah, if you felt something um, uh, probably like a few weeks ago, listeners, that might have been it. I never feel anything. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> So let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one why question each. The others will guess the answers, and then we'll let you know why. So why? who'd like to begin? I'll go first. Good. Do do it. Do what? Go first. Oh, I forgot. Anyway. Oh, Dumbass. Uh, <laughs> fucking idiot. My question. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. My question. Stupid. <laughs> you dumb pizza. You pizza. Just pizza. I like that. Pizza, it's better yeah. if it's just pizza. Uh, my question for you, fo- folks, 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 <laughs> is why is punch called punch? And that would be the drink punch. The drink punch. Okay. Okay. Huh. Um. Oh, shit. Keon, you first. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um. So I'm pretty sure. So okay. When you're trying to get flavors into a drink, you have to, like, if you're trying to get, like, a smoky flavor into it, you actually burn it a little bit. If you're trying to get, like, a little bit of a, of a like, z- mm-hmm. I, not a zap, but a tanginess, you, like, ele- electrify it. You, you tang um, it. You tang it. Yeah, you tang it. You give it some tangs. Did you guys um, know that tang was actually created in space? Fun fact. Continue, Keon. Yeah, no, that's the flavor of space, is yeah, tang. Yeah, space duh. flavor. And so, so yeah, they, they put some water in space, turned into tang. Um, if you want that, like, like the little zappy, you know, punch, not punch, but, you know, like electric kind of taste, you get, take two car batteries and plug it in. Uh, so for punch, they wanted to give it like this fruity t- flavor. So what they did was they took fruits, put it in a bowl with some water and then just beat the living shit out of it. Like it, they, they disregarded their cries for help and just murdered. You know how I talked about fruit leather and how that's a travesty. This is even worse than that. they they just murdered these poor innocent fruits with their bare hands. Just, I can't imagine how much, how, how just disillusioned you are to the world to be able to do such a horrible, horrible thing. So laser, if you want to, if you want to just take it from there, but I, I mean, I'm kind of, Guys, I'm going to leave the call for a second. I'm going to okay. take a second. So a lot of beverage, okay. beverages <laughs> a lot of beverages are named after verbs. Um like surge, Cur- yeah, um, true. Vault, coke to to coke, coke someone. Um <laughs> not a very good one. So right? I hate so, being Pepsi'd. I can't deal with it. Yeah, oh I, god. I hate getting Have, you've been Pepsi'd too? 
Yeah, yeah. And Mr. Pibbed. Oh, God. <laughs> the Dr. Pepper is the worst one, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I'm Dr. very, Pepper. so um, Punch, naturally, it's a classic. So it was one of the, one of the first beverages to be created, which is why it has such a basic verb. But now we have to go to complicated verbs like um, Sprite, <laughs> Mountain Dew. The verb. There you go. Yeah, the verb, Mountain Dew. <laughs> this is dumb. Matt, give us an answer. <laughs> yeah, this is why this good. is why my mom is like, man, sometimes he <laughs> Yeah, gonna gonna just keep talking about how your mom hates me. <laughs> uh callback. Anyway, so you, the correct answer is actually that it, the word punch is uh, a loan word from the Persian word Hey what? Punch it's a me. meaning five. Why is it why is it five? Oh, I'm gonna get there. I just was expecting Keon That's to have a reaction. The, he already reacted. The word's penge. Is it penge? penge. I don't know. It doesn't P-A-N-G tell me how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. Penge is five. Penge. But I mean, it sounds very similar. It's P A N G J. Yeah. Or I just assumed like, it was like yeah, ponge because it was like really close to punch and it would be cool. It's like uh, Captain Falcon way says it. Ponge. I was gonna say Falcon Ponge. Captain Ponge. Falcon Ponge. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Wow, that actually didn't sound that off. Wow, huh? You're Interesting. Pretty good. Falcon punch. That was terrible. That's, that anyway, was more sonic. So... That was good. <laughs> the drink punch. Whoa! Would Chili you look punch. at my punch? There we go. The drink was originally made with five <laughs> ingredients, hence the word five: alcohol, sugar, lemon, water, and tear spices. Tears of spices? Yeah, spice tears. Okay, good. Spice Girl tears specifically. <laughs> Um, so it was made with alcohol, sugar, lemon, water, and tear spices, and so it was known as punch or five. And wow, that's crazy. It's pretty cool, right? And so the drink was brought to England from India by sailors and employees of the British East India Company in the 17th century. If you know anything about history, you know how big the British East India Company was. Oh, no shit. That was Dutch East India. I thought that was... What? What? That was a Dutch East India Company. <laughs> what? That was the Dutch's. There's multiple the Dutch's company. East India companies, buddy. I thought it was the e- the Dutch one though, like no. the oven. No, okay. wait, what? Like the oven. What yeah. about the toasters? From there, yeah, yeah. it was introduced <laughs> to other European countries, and was often served communally. Hence, you know, when you have a gathering, you have punch, because the drink is expected to be a lower alcohol content, so you can drink it throughout the night and. You know, it, it breeds a better atmosphere than, say, shooting back a bunch of alcohol at the same time and getting super drunk. And so it was the basis for a very simple and easy-to-make drink that everybody can enjoy when all hanging out. It was really nice. And then the term punch was first recorded in British documents in 1632, back when it was brought over to England. Pretty cool. Huh. Huh. That's so, really crazy. I didn't know that it came from that word. That's I crazy. really thought it was going to be like some stupid, just like, yeah, like in the 80s, people were chilling and were like, dude, punch. And it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, whoa. That sounds like an 80s type of thing. Yeah. Although I remember actually hearing a story about like a party from like pretty early on where like they had like a fountain with punch in it. It was one of the most expensive parties thrown. I like that. I'm trying to remember where I heard that from. Look it up. It like he had like a shit ton of like alcohols in it and everything, like millions of dollars, and like the party went on for days. Holy shit! Well, while I'm reading the rest of my facts about punch, feel free to look that up, laser person who thought of it. Now I'm good. So the term yeah. punch. <laughs> We're not here to educate. You're right. We're not even here to entertain. So most punches <laughs> back in the 17th century were of the wassail type or wassail type, made with a wine or brandy base. But around the later 1650s, Jamaican rum came into use, and the modern version of punch emerged. Kind of cool, right? Yeah. 
So today, soft drink manufacturers distribute tons of different types of fruit punch beverages. If you go anywhere, you can't get out of a Taco Bell or a KFC <laughs> without seeing some sort of fruit punch. Generally, Minute Maid fruit punch tends to be the main version today. Go to. Yeah. But generally, unlike early on, there's a very small amount of fruit or fruit juice in the punches now because everything is now made with sugar or corn syrup, citric acid, and artificial flavors. Just to bring you guys back down. Anyway, next topic. What? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> that sounds Were you great. Googling your thing? No. No, he was just okay. being useless on this podcast. It's Perfect. True. So, guys. <laughs> guys. God, Jesus. So, guys. Guys. Uh, guys. Why? Wait, wait, hold on. What? Why? 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 One punch! I'm sorry? One punch man. Oh. Why one punch man. Oh, sorry, could like... you repeat that? I couldn't hear you. You peaked the audio. Why? One punch! What was that? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I heard Got it that it. Time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So okay, why good. one punch man will yeah. be see when a mother half punch person <laughs> and a father half punch uh father hey, make don't a baby? Tell them about quarter punch man. We're talking about one punch man when two and two make one. <laughs> Shit, you're right. It's like religion. <laughs> yeah, they needed double punch people. It's like how I'm half Jewish because my father's Jewish and my mother. Would that be one? Uh, Thank wait. you. Yes. Yeah, so okay. If you have double Jew- punch man two- and double punch woman, get excited. If two half Jewish people have a kid, is it a quarter Jewish or yes. is it just Jewish? Jesus. It's you quarter. You got the Punnett square. It actually, fun fact, I, depends on uh, which side of the family is Jewish on each person. And then right, because isn't it typically passed down through the mother? Yeah. Guys, why one punch yeah. man? Christ, come I, on. We're explaining. He's Jewish. Thank you. Okay, so one punch man had a Jewish mother, <laughs> and she was very no. good at punching, and it's passed down through that chromosome. So he, Stop these things. It's on, uh, right, the Punnett square, and now not, he punches let me go things. First, laser. Come on. Please. Go first. No, I already went. Don't go back That's to true. me. That's true. We're not going to go back to you. When I was a child, just to carry on the tradition of me giving you background on my answers that are very short, um, I grew up watching One Punch Man, um, early 1960s, 1970s. I was a young man, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm wa- so I'm watching Young Punch Man, and uh, I had the television on. My Jewish mother, you know, at the time, she's like two. She's or not three. Jewish anymore. And uh, well, yeah. she's not two or three anymore. And uh, so she's telling me, you know, as a two to three year old, I'm 20 young, young man. I'm watching young one punch man on the television that existed 200, 300 channels easy. And I go, man, this must be a dream. What the fuck just happened? So while Matt was doing that, I read through the entirety of the Upright Citizens Brigade Comedy Improvisation Manual. So I'm ready to give a funny answer now. You see, when One Punch <laughs> Man it. did the punch thing and became the punch man, he was the One Punch Man. Ma- uh, Keon, go. That wasn't oh that wasn't funny either. Let's reset it. Let's reset. Keon, ask us the question again. Ask us the question again. One more time. Hey, guys. Yeah. Why? One Punch! Oh, um, that's a stupid question, Keon, but tell us anyway. Yeah, what the fuck, Keon? Jesus. We're going to skip our part because you weren't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Sorry, guys. Okay, so One Punch Man, or also known as Wan Pan Man. Oh, God, I thought you were going to do the yelling thing again. No. Also known as... I'll do it. What? That's what you sound like. (laughs) I mean, yeah, good. That's exactly what I wanted to sound like. So so this this is a Japanese manga turned anime that was uh, created... Uh, funnily enough, in 2009, I thought it was older than that, but it was created Me too. By... I thought it was from the 60s when I watched it as a child. 
Yeah, it was created by one, but let me look up the artist's actual name. Uh, <laughs> can I actually not find? Oh, there he is. Or what? Good, yes. Good job okay, researching, cool. Keon. Sorry. Yeah. Really. It, the Wikipedia didn't readily give it to me, but well, anyway. Maybe you could have done so, the one extra step. I am. I did it right now. One punch! Here, there. That's I'll his research. Peak the audio anytime you upset me. That's good. I like it. It's a good, it's a good bit. That's a good bit. Every time Keon gets mad, he just fucks us up by ruining the audio. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, or by ruining the podcast, am I right? Am I right? Yeah. Like our answers so, to his question. It's so mean. One punch, man. One Punch Man was created by one who is, which is a pseudonym for a manga artist whose name is Yusuke Murata. And so he made this uh, anime, the manga turned anime. The thing about the, the, the protagonist, his name is Saitama, and he is a, uh, he's a, a hero for fun. He is incredibly strong and incredibly fast and incredibly badass and bald. And he got bald from training so hard to be so strong that he lost all of his hair. Oh, my God. That's like you, Keon. That's so cool. (laughs) That was so mean. But anyway. It was kind of nice, though. It was like you trained and got so strong that your hair fell off. That's not even wrong. But the the plot of that, that's a kind of the plot of it. And it goes on that he is trying to become uh, part of the hero society or the heroes uh, association. The hero. Wait, where is it? Heroes Association of Superheroes. And so he is trying to uh, work with them, but he is so much stronger than everyone that he just keeps annihilating everyone that he comes in contact with. So if there's a big bad, the the manga itself is playing on the trope of, oh, there's this big bad villain with this crazy backstory, and there's these good guys with these backstories, and they always have to fight and, you know, like get into these tussles, and there's mm-hmm. intrigue and drama. He just comes in and annihilates them immediately, like literally one That's punch. Fantastic. He's never... Never not destroyed anybody in One Punch uh, so far that I know of. I haven't read too much of the manga. I've just seen the first season of the anime. Now, the best part about this that I really love is that this started out in 2009 as just an experiment by One. One, the uh, animator, well, well, I mean the manga artist, just wanted to learn how to animate or draw. He just wanted to learn how to, well, not animate. He just wanted to learn how to illustrate and draw. So he was drawing. No, 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 no. Can you do that sentence over again coherently one time? Just once. Why did he do it? God damn it. Like I was listening and then I stopped listening because halfway through you you did the sentence 15 times. You did the thing Laser just did. Why did he do the thing? So one, Uh the manga artist wanted to learn how to become a good manga artist. He didn't really know how to do any sort of illustration before One Punch Man. So he came up with the silliest and dumbest premise for this character just so he could learn how to animate. Well, God damn it, I did it again. Mm. So he could learn how to draw. That's it. This manga this manga has been going on for almost 10 years. If you look at the first frames, they are so bad. They are amazing. It's like if you saw, like, you know how when five-year-olds are younger, people, they're trying to draw and you see, like, their hands are really wobbly and so you see those wobbly lines, right? Mm-hmm. It's all that. It's amazing. The character of Saitama, his his face is just like, he's just has like an egg face. It's great. Yeah. He's, it's just a ball or oval, I guess. And so his character model is incredibly simple and his character design is super simple. But as he got better along the way from 2009 till now, he got better and better drawing. And so his characters got more developed. They have more, uh, 
character design and look crazy and cool. And so now it's grown so much, I think, because of that cult following that he started it out as kind of a goof, as like, oh, well, I want to learn, so I'll try this. Made one chapter, and then people are like, please keep going. He's like, oh, okay. And then he kept going and got better and better at drawing and has grown so much from now. So I think as a community, people are really behind it for the fact that it's just been growing with his skill, you know, that kind of thing. Fuck, I should do that, but like porn. No, wait. I (laughs) said right before I knew you were going to say porn. Fuck. Whoops. Fuck. Take it back. What porn? Oh, goddamn. Hey, guys, why is it so goddamn hard to punch things in your dreams? Wait, are you. Wow, really? That's a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Um, I'll I'll answer since I know. Since I clearly know the answer to this, obviously, yeah, yeah. Matt's clearly. Some say he's a dreamer, but I'm not the only. Yeah, of course you're not the only fucking person who's had a dream, Matt. So idiot. The reason it's hard to punch people in dreams is because, and when you know, when the masterpiece 2002 uh, Fast and Furious came out, mm-hmm. um, it made a lot of people have dreams where they wanted to, you know, punch Vin Diesel. It's only natural. It's not their fault. And what ended up happening ultimately was a massive, massive copyright issue where they were like, you can't have Fast and Furious in your dreams. You got to pay for that. So then ultimately, Vin Diesel said, okay, you know what? I'll let it go, but they got to stop punching me. So now you can't punch anybody because the problem is, how do you know if it's Vin Diesel or not? What? What? So Keon... (laughs) <laughs> I would say um, that the uh, the thing about it is that when you're in your dreams, you so people don't realize that One Punch Man is actually a documentary. Mm-hmm. It's based off of the yes. fact that every mm-hmm. single person in their head have the every every person can defeat anyone with just one punch. That's the problem that your brain. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that their subconscious is trying to make life a little bit more interesting for them. So that's why you always like drama happens, a bunch of other stuff happens. Is your subconscious is like, how am I going to fuck with this piece of shit today? So when you go into your dreams, Damn. your subconscious has a free reign, a bunch. So mm-hmm. while you're a bunch of punch, so while you're dreaming, your brain is telling you like, hey, okay, cool. So now I know that I can like mess with this person, but deep down they understand. In one punch, you can defeat anything you want. You just need to try hard enough. So if it if your brain would allow you to punch anything in your dreams, the dream would be over. There'd be no intrigue. There'd be no like drama that happens in your crazy dreams. So that's why you're not allowed to punch things in your dreams. Is your brain's just like, ah, I don't want it. I don't want it to be that good. I don't want you to be op as shit. I want you to. I want you to know that struggle. your life's uh, yeah, hard. It's struggle. hard deep down. So you gotta can't do that. All right. I, so I swear to God, every time you guys start talking, I start disassociating. <laughs> It's just like, one punch! One punch. So anyway, punch. I'm trying to wake you punch, up, Laser. Punch thing. Uh, yeah, so um, here's the thing. Um, have you ever, have you guys ever had a dream where, like, you tried to punch someone and it was, like, really weak or it just kind of wouldn't? No, not once. Like I said, when they outlawed it, I follow the law. I'm not mm-hmm. a fucking villain. I don't. I can't punch people ever. I've literally never uh, even thought about it. You know osteoporosis. You know, you know osteoporosis. Keon has that, but it's just his hands. His yeah. his bones just shatter if he. I accidentally fist bumped him once, and his his hand exploded. Is that like Let's the not, character he, in Glass? He's yeah, my, he's one punch man, but it's only because he can punch once. 
I'm, oh, yeah, I'm the opposite so where yeah. if somebody punches me once, I explode. And so don't do that, please. Uh, my hands now made of like just like glued together with like hot glue. So don't look at it too closely. Um, I love you, Kia. Yeah, thanks, Laser. I love so, the way you say things. Don't. So when do you're that, asleep, your body is paralyzed during the REM, during the rapid eye movement sleep, which mm-hmm. uh, the, your dreams will often reflect the physical feelings of paralysis. So um, when you tr- try and throw a punch and you can't hit, or you're trying to run and your legs won't move, this is because your sleep is relating the physical paralysis that you experience at the fifth stage of sleep, rapid eye movement. Um, but some dreams, dreams, you find yourself able to run and jump or fly or dance or fuck. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, but the thing Good is that you're talking about you fucking in dreams, laser. That's all I've ever wanted in this podcast. <laughs> Love so, it. The, the binga. so jesus christ so there's also the possibility maybe you're held back by your own kindness because the thing is no matter what the dream experience is going to be subjective so i found a few reasons as to why this may be the case um including you know some i've got sources god damn it so um so punching like running um because i have definitely had difficulty running in dreams uh they're Mm. both highly coordinated activities they rely on the proprioceptive feedback throughout um the motion for us to do that the thalamus clamps down on the transmission of the motor signals you need to complete this motion and because you're asleep that's all bogged down and slow so the reason why flying is more easy in dreams is because it's something we can't do normally and like superman style flying doesn't require significant body motion hmm yeah shit that makes a lot of sense yeah and then there's also a matter of a lack of confidence in yourself Oh, yeah, if That's you already think your punch won't be able to do much, then it won't do much. Whereas, like, if you're flying, you're like, I can fly. I'm confident now that I can fly. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why I always fall partway through. I don't get it. That's the answer to why laser falls in dreams. Yep. So, gay, gays. <laughs> so, gays. <laughs> so, guys, here's our segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate. I've chosen you, Matt. To choose the topic, or why yeah, not Matt? You, because that's kind so, of sad. God, I'll take <laughs> negative. No. All right, um, Matt, give us the why not topic. All right. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, why not pretzels? Why not pretzels? Huh. Okay. Um, I I guess I'll take um, negative because I don't really like pretzels. I'm that much. super duper pro. Uh, I will wait. What are you guys say that again? I I think I'm negative. I'm negative. pro. I'm getting neutral, I guess. I mean, would you like to be negative? Because I could go neutral. I'm no, actually, I'm I am pretty neutral. I don't know why I said it like that. I'm okay. pretty meh about pretzels. Okay, sure. Wow. Um, Damn. so I'll I'll start <laughs> with my <laughs> with my negative. Good. Job. Um, okay, so pretzels are kind of like plain potato chips or bread or things where um or cake for to you guys you um, where (laughs) where it is a platform to deliver other things the only um experiences i've enjoyed pretzels really are um when they're dipped in like beer cheese but other than that like i don't uh, to me they're so bready that um like uh, a cinnamon sugar pretzel or uh something like that i often find like if you're just having a pretzel with salt to me that just that just isn't an experience that i find uh pleasing and then plain pretzels, like the crunchy ones you get in a little bag, are just worse crackers. So there you go, a very opinion-based one. But I don't have I don't have facts about pretzels. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with it. 
All right, Keon. Have you got some fucking shitty neutral bullshit about pretzels? <laughs> I'd say that, yeah, the pretzels are, like you said, kind of just a, uh, an, uh, wow, I am just, I cannot speak today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is what the episode. That? Sorry. So, <laughs> what's up, my gays? <laughs> no one, none of us can speak this episode. So, pretzels are just a, a vessel for delivering other things to your mouth. I think the only pretzels I particularly liked are the ones that swerve in a cool way. Like, they're like, this one's cheese-filled. I'm like, fuck, yeah, like a soft pretzel. Mm. Um, and the, like, cracker versions, like the little small ones, are just kind of there. Like, I, having just gotten away from carbohydrates, have realized that a lot of, like, bagged snacks are just too eat they're not really they don't really do much for you they don't taste great or anything like that in my opinion and so pretzels are on that boat for me that they're just like okay well i guess this is something i can eat right now i don't know if i particularly will enjoy it but here it is oh i can dip it in cheese or i can do that other stuff cool then i'll enjoy that versus i just take that i just drink the cheese i would just straight up like just take a big vat of cheese and just pour <laughs> it into my mouth like legit though like you're not I a normal person There's, though can in, in downtown of this town near my hometown, there is a Mexican place that you can legit just order a big bowl of cheese. And I just I just pour it on everything. It's so good. I don't know why people use other things to to deliver things to their mouths. So pretzels are good if they swerve, but not if they're there, in my opinion. All right. So I'm going to hop in on the <laughs> pro side and say, uh, to be fair, I am a very big fan of, what, of a lot of items that people might call edible plates. I love... <laughs> Like my favorite snacks are uh, tortilla chips, pretzels, popcorn. popcorn. Uh, popcorn's not an edible plate. That's why yes, I was it is. mentioning it's an edible plate for butter. I, uh, I guess and butter for, and salt. Uh, crunch bunch. But yep. that's like anything. And but crunch bunch, bunch of crunch. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. But so uh, I, the thing about it to me is like the reason I like it is kind of similar to like bread and things like that. Well, I will where while I will admit that there are some negatives to that for that part where it's just something you have to add flavor to to taste good. What I like about it is that it's so easily malleable to any different type of food, to any type of flavor. You know, like, and I love regular pretzels, too, with just some salt and some amazing airy, like, doughy taste with that crispness. Oh, it's so good. So, Matt, but pudding. Have you had pretzels with pudding, huh? Yeah, How it's pretty that? good, too. Huh? Is Wait, that what? good? Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It gets like salt and sweets really good. Okay, pretzels pretzels with ice cream. Think about about chocolate covered pretzels. It's basically pretzels with pudding. It's not that different. Pretzel bread pudding. Very good. I'm ready. Shit, wow, this actually... And then, like, cheese-filled pretzels are amazing. Garlic yeah. pretzels are amazing. He started his podcast, and I was already hungry, so even pretzels yeah. sound good right now. <laughs> my, point, Shit, yeah. my point is that the reason I like pretzels, one is a very personal, like, I like the taste of pretzels, even plain ones, but I like pretzels because they can be any size or any shape, and you can really get any flavor you want out of them. So they're such a fun thing to use to try different flavors. Yeah, Let's take bad. a break. Yeah. You what? legit just oh, converted me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I could eat them right now, so I guess Matt wins. Yeah, take that. Okay, guys. Let's a one pop. God damn it! Damn Let's it, take I a break. It. Let's a take a break. Thank you. Let's break. <laughs> no, we're already in the break, man. Stop. Thank you for listening to Why a Podcast. You can find Why a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and Neopets at Why a Podcast. For all those, please feel free to leave us five stars and a little review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening.
because that helps us out a whole bunch. Shout out to everyone who's already reviewed, commented, liked, or subscribed so far. We really appreciate it. Keep spreading the word, and let's get Y Podcast to keep growing, grow that Y family for us Y guys. Shout out to Evan Draper for our theme song. If you want to find more of his work, you can find it at Silo Digital on social media. Now, let's get back to the show. That break was a little too much for me. I need a break from that break. I already made that joke. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I could a, use oh. a vacation from this vacation. I need anyway, a Kit Kat. Vacation? Am I losing we... it? Yep. Okay. Lastly, bit. we have our own personal why questions where we go around the table and ask each other personal why question. Hey, Keon. Hey, buddy. Why time, Sheriff? <gasps> oh, you you give me so many gifts on this podcast. It's I really appreciate I love you. it. He just let you oh, plug man. your thing without even making it sound bad. He really did. So Time Sheriff is, uh, and when, I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but by now Time Sheriff has been out for a little while. You've so, probably seen it in theater somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, $60 Time Sheriff. dollar opening. <laughs> Time Sheriff is a, a passion project that my friend, my friend Alan and I worked on. We went to so in our local area we have a thirty day uh, thirty day film challenge. Last year was horror films. This year was action films. Last year we entered something. It won a couple of awards, and so we were like feeling good about that. And then we saw that they were doing the challenge again this year. And last minute, Alan and I were like on a plane back from like New York, and so we looked at like well we were in the terminal. I looked at my phone and saw that it was the last day to sign up. And Alan went to the bathroom, and I signed us up, and he came back. I'm like, hey. Hey, we have to make a movie now. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we signed, I signed us up for the action film challenge. He's like, uh. And so within – our plane got delayed till the next morning. So within like that night, we just – probably within the first hour we came up with the idea. But within that night, we came up with the entire plot for a 15-minute short film about a uh, a group of people. So about one so guy good. who's a, I just have who's to a badass. Now. It was so good. Yeah, one badass guy called Time Sheriff who takes care of time-related crimes for his boss, whose name is Time Boss, and Time <laughs> Boss owns Boss Time Travels, who, which is a company that does that has a monopoly over the concept of time traveling. So anytime there's a time travel-related crime, he calls Time Sheriff. Time Sheriff takes care of it. And the way that this episode or you know short film works is that Time Sher- uh, there is a drifter in time, someone that travels forward in time miraculously even though in this world that's never happened he ends up accidentally killing a man who tries to assault him because he doesn't like that man is blatantly doesn't like time travelers and so he he accidentally kills that guy or wounds him time sheriff gets uh, sent in they have a standoff and time drifter is now trying to find like his uh, his home he's trying to find like he has time shock which means he doesn't like particularly know where he is but he's also like slightly more powerful than he should be so he beats Time Sheriff. It's a whole thing. And so this 15-minute long short film, we decided we came up with like I we came up with a plot. I produced it, my friend Alan directed it and did the screenwriting for the majority of it. And we took a couple weekends, one weekend to film it and Alan did some pickup shots for this other uh, part of it and then one weekend to edit it. And in those two weekends, we just like went ham and did the whole thing and like edit uh, shot and edited a lot of stuff and tried to give it a lot. And then from there, after having done that, we entered it into the competition. We ended up winning Best Soundtrack and Best Costume Design, which is really cool. But the thing that I wanted to – and I'm sorry about the, this is going super long. But the thing that I really loved about this entire project is the fact that we came up with it last minute. Like, we just thought it would be fun. So we came up with a really, really silly, dumb plot. But we threw all of our 
like all the things we wanted to do in a film at it. So Alan made sure that he wanted to get this really cool, like stark color, like contrast stuff going in the, in the frame. It looks really, really good. I wanted to do my drone stuff cause I have my drone license and I'm a drone pilot. So we have some cool drone shots in there. Our sound guy did a lot of cool sound mixing. Our lighting guy did a lot of really cool lighting. And so, and our actors were just having a grand old, having a ball, having a grand old time. So <laughs> I just love this for the fact that we had a lot of fun with it as well as I'm trying to get into social media. So if you go online at time sheriff, all one word time sheriff, and then look on Facebook and Instagram. I don't know if our Twitter's up, but Facebook and Instagram, we have a lot of content that I just took, like behind the scenes photos and but and like clips and stuff like that. Threw it up on our uh, Instagram and Facebook just to like push this passion project. And so it was just like a really great time all around uh, to just have fun and and work creatively with something. And if you go to that page, you could buy a piece of Time Sheriff right now today. Yeah, yeah, I actually... We oh, yeah, killed him, top, we chopped up his body. <laughs> <laughs> on top of that, I actually... The reason why we won costume design is because I... When we came up with this, we were just like, this is going to be so much fun. I 3D modeled and printed three separate badges for three different parts of the movie. And they come up in the plot, and they're, they have their own thing. But you can you can buy them at Print3D LLC. They're, they're around. But there were, it was, they're more there because we were doing a giveaway with the Instagram and so Instagram, Facebook, if you did some stuff, you would get like we would ship it to you if you were if you won this raffle. So that's why those are there. But um, yeah, so there's that. Tom Sheriff. So, yeah. Matt. Yes. I really and thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. We also I had my birthday was recently. So at my birthday party, we had a showing of it and everyone had so much fun. We had a um, and yeah, as another like just thing of everyone having fun, Alan is in film school. He one of his teachers made our poster like we have a legitimate film poster for Time Sheriff. It's so good. We had everybody that came to my party. So at the unofficial premiere at like they signed it. And then we went to the official premiere for the comp a competition, had people sign it. And so like it was just like he just did it out of the goodness of his heart. He's like, this looks like fun. I'll make you guys a poster. And so and it looks really good. So. It was just a, it was just a fun time. Yeah, well, Jim's super talented, so. Yeah, seriously. Oh my god. Uh, so, Matt. Yes. Matt, Matt, Matt. Yes. I'm actually, yes. and I yes. hope I haven't asked this before. I probably have. You ask but... everything every time. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you the same thing. That's I'm fine. just, just because, because I legitimately want to hear about it, and because I was just talking about time sheriff with social media. Why? And this is two prong, but I'm gonna ask you a more specific version. Why Pinterest? Pinterest. Or why social media? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you have asked me why Pinterest. Maybe you have. But so Pinterest is like that's fair. But definitely social media. I think I might have told you. The yeah. thing about Pinterest is like I'm not really a Pinterest user necessarily, but I'm super enthusiastic about it as a platform because mm-hmm. it allows you to reach so many different types of communities super easily, and then like monetize that for people that like deserve to monetize it. And then of course there are those that kind of leech a little bit. But that's like mm-hmm. there's toxic parts of any social media platform but what i like about pinterest is generally it's like oh we all really like this thing so we're making art out of this thing and like i'm going to share this pin so you can take that product and then remix it and then repost it and things like that and you can kind of inspire each other and you know like communicate with each other and share your love for something through each other and then from like the other standpoint it's like a direct access into those communities if you're making art related to those so you're like, hey, I modeled and printed this thing. Like, buy it. It's super cool. You'll like it. And it's not like, generally, it's not like, oh, I'm just trying to make quick money. It's like, it's usually like, hey, I like this thing. So I made this thing. 
and I think you'd like it too. So let's like you know help each other. Hell yeah, I like that. That's why I like yeah. Pinterest. It's like to me, it's like Tumblr, but like better, <laughs> <laughs> but like nice. Yeah, less less toxic a little bit. That's good. Hell yeah, I'm I'm glad. Like when we um when we were doing marketing together, like thinking about a marketing plan, and like Matt was showing me just how things should work. We just kind of just threw a bunch of ideas out there. It's like, oh, if there's a platform, we should be on it. And so Matt threw out the idea of Pinterest, and I'm like, I don't know about that. That sounds dumb. And then we got a bunch of different people interacting with it just for the fact that we were doing crafts type stuff and that's what people like so yeah and there, fandoms i was yeah. like this is literally perfect for your business and you're like oh no no and i was like it, it is though yeah it is it's great and it is awesome very very cool people come from there and now i get to ask laser a fun question he gets asked me a fun question laser are you awake right now are you are you okay did you tune out during that conversation <laughs> that's, that's a not question. a why question matt no i'm just making sure before <laughs> i ask you the why question. are you awake laser I, I think I'm awake. I don't know. I haven't gotten very good sleep the last couple of days. Aww. Oh, buddy. Sorry, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to ask you a less <laughs> less personal version of that. And a why question. Um, and a why question. I'm going to say, Laser, mm-hmm. why, why do you like etymology? Why hey. do I like etymology? Well, here's the thing, is that language is made up of words, which I know. Okay, let me give you a second. I just blew your... <laughs> fucking gore <laughs> but here's the thing language exists which is insane like it because genuinely as human beings we are just animals we just decided one day you know what i'm gonna walk on my feet and i'm gonna ooh tools yeah i'm all about some tools <laughs> but gee oh man there's one other freaky looking thing right there oh man we should we should discuss so we can work together and like not die in the wilderness and so first i'll go huh and he'll go huh. and then we realize that sounds fucking dumb as hell so then why don't we make words words happen but then words happen and then thousands of years later we have words that happen from other words and i just like to look down the path and be like yo this word was this word and then that word was that word english borrows so many words from other languages and things so when i got to take spanish classes or french classes it's like yo i can see where the roots came from because you know these are like romance languages which came from latin which came from this which came from that and it's just like so fucking awesome to see how as humanity one of the core things that make us human beings and sentient is our ability to communicate with others and then when challenges coming to the way we have like asl and other forms of sign language in different cultures of people who are deaf and we are actively still making new words every single day like i mean fuck it dabbing is like a thing and like that it's a word and it has a definition in the dictionary and it's just so fucking sick that like we continue to grow this it's it's a creative thing but it's also communication with other people the word meme wasn't a thing 50 years ago and now memes are like what fucking everyone's it's lives revolve around it's wild it's yeah. just it's it's just fucking amazing that like we came from these cells and life happened and then we like create math and like all this shit we find out more about the world and then we can communicate it that inspirational Sorry. message was sponsored by laser elric inspirational I, speaker yeah. My mother, my mother, uh, she taught English to speakers of other language for the majority of her teaching career. And um, and so I'm like really passionate about words. Super cool. I'm glad that I asked you that because fuck, that was a good response. Yeah, Um, I don't know. I just got really excited for some reason. (laughs) That's super cool. That's like yeah, a, I, like I got it. I'm glad we got our mini TED talk laser. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just fucking awesome that like words exist. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
Um, hey guys, <laughs> thanks for yes. listening to Why a Podcast. I mean, because fuck it, what else are we? You know, just yeah, thanks for listening. Talk about how shitty that dabbing is a word. You know, fuck you. Like know what? Okay, you know word. what? Fuck yourself. Let kids have their things. Let the kids have fun. Let Culture the kids happens, have fun. You know? I'm an old man, and I don't like has that. dabbing. Has dabbing hurt anyone uh, really? Probably once, like once. twice. Yeah, once. Somebody probably dabbed and hit somebody. You know what's accident. hurt more people and is a thing? Alcohol. Well, Thanks for listening to Why a Podcast. I'm Laser Elric. I'm you know, Matthew we've had a lot of fun today, but I and think he's we Keon Boozar. <laughs> he's not going to say it. I will. Now no, you know no. why. You know, we've had a lot of fun here today. But I have God damn it. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>